Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. It's Monday, which means only one thing. Our dear friend Garrett Vogel from Z100 is joining us. I can see your big smile, Garrett. Hello, darling. Greetings. Greetings, Rob Shooter. Yes, you know, last week it was a short week because, you know, that was a three-day week. Mm-hmm. So so now we have to go back to normal. And uh, here's a five-day week uh, right ahead of us. A five-day week of gossip. And it's a good job we've got five days this week because we are bursting at the seams with Celebrity Dish. Hey, my friends, what time is it? It is a very busy tea time. time. So we have a new baby. That's right. We have Lily Betts. We're going to call her Lily for short. Diana Mountbatten Windsor. So that is right. Harry and Meghan had their little baby girl on Friday at 11.40 a.m. local time. She was born in a Santa Barbara 
Cottage Hospital. Doesn't that sound lovely? Exclusive. Why do they always go to cottages? It's always a cottage thing with, with the with the Brits. Well, know? they lived in Frogmore Cottage. Remember that? And it really wasn't a cottage. It was a mansion in the grounds of Windsor Castle. And now they're at the Cottage Hospital. I'm sure it's lovely. I actually looked it up. It's really fancy. It's a great hospital. Santa Barbara's really nice. They've already met Granny. The Queen inside us tell me exclusively. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. They've already had a Zoom call with Queen Elizabeth. So over the pandemic, Queen Elizabeth really embraced new technology. God bless her. She's up there in her her 90s. I find it difficult to do a new app on my phone. I do. Here's the Queen jumping on Zoom, meeting, meeting children. I love it. I love it. I love it. What do you think, Garrett? Oh, I mean, it's a, a child in any form is just special. But, you know, this is even more, especially sharing the name Diana, too, within the name. And I'm sure that that means a lot. And especially it mean I, I know it means a lot to to the royals, but I'm sure everyone else that is just, you know, clamoring outside the palace just to hear anything and everything about the royals to hear that the name diana is involved i'm sure that means a lot to everything what about you what do you feel seeing the name diana in in the middle name of the baby it's really exciting so both names are very very significant lilibet is actually queen elizabeth's nickname within the royal family so when she was a little girl she couldn't say elizabeth elizabeth is a very difficult name for children to say so she'd call herself Lilibet. Her father, who went on to be King George, called her Lilibet. Princess Margaret, who was her sister, she called her Lilibet. And the late Prince Philip, her husband, who just passed away, also called her Lilibet. So this is a family name. Obviously, I don't think Harry or William called her Lilibet. They called her her Royal Highness, <laughs> Queen. Like, well, now you have to call the baby that. You have to call the baby that. Get I'm sorry. Crazy with the nickname. She still is your Royal Highness, and obviously Diana, such a significant name. Harry actually has said that there is a photograph of Princess Diana in the baby's nursery. And little Archie, when he was growing up, he's still a baby, he's only two, one of his first words after Mama and Papa was Grandma, and he would point at a picture of Princess Diana in the nursery. William did this too. Princess Charlotte, her middle name is also Diana, so both William and Harry both honoured their late Mother, we should point out, and I think this is what's really exciting about this news too, obviously a royal baby, any baby, it's just so fantastic. But the name is making people believe that now there's a chance for peace. So when they had little Archie two years ago, they were at war with the family. They wanted out of the family. They didn't see a future within this family. So they picked a name Archie, which is very unusual. Nobody in the family has ever been called Archie. Now, the fact they're going back to a more traditional name, Diana, obviously his mother, and then Lilibet, which is really Elizabeth in honour of his grandmother. Both of these are seen as signs that these two do not want to leave this family. Honouring yep. honoring relatives, I think, is really important. What about you, Garrett? Well, I also think that it kind of, like, squashes any rumour. So, like, I mean, you and I are very good at it, and so is Piers Morgan, for God's sakes, is the he speculation, you. you know. He annoys you. Oh, so much. Um, but, but yeah, you see the names, and you're not left to question, like, do they still hate the family? Do mm. they still want, like... I think, if anything, it is quite the olive branch of showing that, hey, 
you could say what you want, but at the end of the day, we know what's going on. Family is family, and this is just one of the small ways we can honor our family. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And think about it in your own life. And I know we're not royals exactly, although we all, all the naughty. We act like it. We act like it. Come on. If you're going to name your baby after a relative, a middle name, even a first name, you've still got deep emotional ties to that family. If you want away from your family, you pick names that nobody in the family has ever had. That That's the truth, isn't it? When you were naming your kids, Garrett, you think about family names and names that have been passed down. A hundred percent. Sources do tell me they've all spoken. So they've not really been on very good terms since that big Oprah interview. In fact, the last time Harry spoke to his brother was when he was in Britain for his grandpa's funeral. Now I'm told Harry and Meghan spoke to all their family, their their grandmother, the Queen, his father, Prince Charles, his brother, William. They wanted them to know before the word got out. So Queen Elizabeth did not find out about this on our podcast or Naughty Gossip. They were all, all telephoned, and I think it's a new beginning, and even the Queen did a quick Zoom. Well, well, I mean, this might be because I watch so much, you know, Netflix and think I know all about the royals, and I live vicariously through you, Rob Shooter, but... So so for Harry and Meghan to let everybody know, do they have like secret phones because or or like do they have secret like encrypted links to, do. to do Zooms they do. with? They have a staff and they have staffs in London and now in America, too, who all work very closely. In fact, when Prince Philip died, a staff member frantically tried to get in touch with Harry. They couldn't get him. I don't know if he was asleep or his phone was off, but they actually ended up calling the British consulate in America, in Los Angeles, who tracked down Harry. So there's sort of these protocols for them to speak. There's private lines. You don't want to crash a Zoom call with Queen Elizabeth and (laughs) Meghan and Harry. Sorry, wrong link, wrong link. I was supposed to be... (laughs) Wrong link, wrong link. So all this stuff is set up, which brings us to our poll question of the day. The royal family has put out a statement saying they are delighted by the birth of Lil' Bet. Diana Mountbatten-Windsor. It's such a great name. Will this baby help heal the family? What do you think? Yes or no? Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Garrett Love, what are you working on? Well, we will go to our royal news here in the States. Uh, <laughs> the Bachelorette premiering tonight. <laughs> now, this this is going to be a brand new like look to mm. The Bachelorette. You know, and you know, I think you need that from time to time. But it'll be interesting to see how they approach it. So, Katie Thurston, yeah. uh, I almost said it like you would. Oh, I, I just Thurston. as I said it, I figured like that's how you would say it. <laughs> um, she so she was on with Matt James, I believe that was last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and she's going to be the Bachelorette this season. We're going to have two hosts because if you remember, Chris Chris Harrison said, you know what? He said some things he wasn't supposed to say, so he stepped back from from that. So. Uh, they brought in two uh, two former contestants to be the host mm-hmm. of the Bachelorette, and uh, so so it'll be interesting to see. And this is brand new. Uh, Will this be a one and done? Who knows? I wasn't sure. Was Katie the one that presented a vibrator to Matt James last she season? She was the one that walked in with the sex toy. She also went on, though, because that was quite a shocking beginning. I must admit, it put me really right. off. But after that, she really had a positive attitude. She spoke her mind. And what I loved about her, and what, what I was told, the reason I was told she got the job, is she stood up to bullies in the house. There was a lot right. of bullying going on last Especially season. Especially on that show. And she, she stood up for them. And so this year, they've got Taisha. And Caitlin, 
to be co-hosting Garrett. I'm told they're phenomenal. And even really? Katie, who's the new Bachelorette, she said on Instagram, this female energy is strong and I love women supporting women. It really is a show about love. And I think that even people bond together and it's not sexual, it's just as powerful. I'm told they're great. And if the numbers are good, Chris, this does not look good for you. How many well, men do we the... have this year? How many? Uh, about... about... Well, normally it's about 30, and then the first episode, they get rid of, like, you know, almost 15 guys and, and narrow it down, like 10 guys, pretty right, much. Right and, away, and, get out. Yeah, it's, it's like, here, have a drink, see you later, you're not for <laughs> yeah. me. And um, do we know anything about the future? Is there any reports about whether or not she finds that husband? If you do some sleuthing on the internet, it, it comes across, because they already filmed this. So, they, And here's the thing, all these reality show stars, they gab, they talk. They're like, like, it's like they have their own podcast, but they don't think they have a podcast. They're like, listen, I'm not supposed to say this, but, and then it's like a game of telephone. Uh, and then before you know it, you and I find out who, who the bachelorette ends up picking. But here's the interesting thing. So we have, we have three powerful females, you know, one being the bachelorette and two being the, you know, the co-hosts. What will happen with a bachelor and then two female co-hosts. You know what I mean? It, it'll be a different dynamic because the the the, the co-hosts used to be contestants, right. so they they they've been down this road. They've seen how you know who to pick and how to pick and what guys. But what do they tell a guy looking for a girl? You know, because uh-huh. then you can be like, oh, are they just being petty or are they being real? You well, know. It's so a I good think question. It is a good question, which is why they're doing two bachelorettes back to back. So normally exactly. they rotate. We get a bachelorette. We get a bachelor. No, no, no. This this year, we're getting two bachelorettes back to back. Oh, sources do tell us weekly, uh, look here, that she has found love. So I think uh, after the last couple of seasons, I want them to find love. I really do. See, we I'm fall so for this trap cool. every season. I know, but it works. I just want Katie to find love us weekly. Our reporting that she does. It starts tonight. We love the bachelorette and the bachelor here. So we'll have all the dish about it. Tomorrow, this you know a- what I equate this. You know what I equate this to. Like, remember at the beginning of American Idol, Simon Cowell would say, "This is the best season ever," year. and it was just okay. Right. And this is the same thing. Every so- time the Bachelorette or Bachelor starts, this is the most shocking season <laughs> ever. We'll fall in love, yes. And then you know what? We fall for it. And then a week after the show, it's like, "Eh, we're gonna break up. Eh, no oh, big deal." No, don't say that. I want this one to really, really work out. Fingers Fine. crossed. I'm told it does. That's weekly. I'll report on it. it. It does. We spotted Alex Rodriguez here in New York. He was looking both sad and happy at a lunch for himself. Well, just get him a mirror. He was spotted eating alone in New York City. This is interesting. He went to a place called Bar Pity. I know this place. It's sort of in the Soho area, but it's outside. It has a huge outside patio. It does have an inside, but Alex decided to sit outside. So he's sitting outside. Well, I know what that means. Rob Shooter, you're you're, you're a publicist. Yeah, exactly. He wants to be seen. He does. does. Uh, Please. Like, I I, I didn't know this. So, so a, a friend of mine who's on Dancing with the Stars, I went to go see him in L.A. and uh, we went for lunch. And, you know, just m- me really never being to L.A., I was like, mm-hmm. hey, let's sit outside. And he goes, I don't know, man. And I'm like, what? And then he explained to me, he goes, dude, like, paparazzi are literally just, they just they just scour outside. Like, and if I'm sitting outside, it just makes it look like I'm I'm desperate. I'm like, I understand that. Desperate. It does look a little desperate. Depends where you go. Bar Pity is a very famous photographer, paparazzi celebrity place in New York. So there are a million great Italian restaurants in New York. 
that you go and you have dinner at and you don't have to walk past photographers. If you want to have your photograph taken, go to Bar Pitta. It's like Nobu. It's one of those places. It's a great restaurant. I'm not putting it down. But it also is a great photo op too. So he looked great. He was in a black polo, black pants. He had his sneakers on. He looks like he's lost a little bit of weight. And then when he left the restaurant, he gave a big thumbs up to the photographer. Of course he, he did. Obviously knew was oh. there. Do you know the hard oh, thing you is? were here? When did you where did you <laughs> where come did you, from? Do you know the hard thing is is it's hard though to smile for 40 minutes or 20 minutes or however long you eat. I'm a fast eater, so I could probably get in and out pretty fast. Me too. But when you've got a bowl of pasta in front of you too, it's difficult to smile and chew. So this is the problem with these photographs. They were there for the entire time. So they didn't just stumble upon him. They photographed Alex for the entire time. So if you look in some publications, he's looking really happy, giving a thumbs up, leaving. If you go to other publications, he's about to put a meatball in his face and he doesn't look quite as smiley. So well, yeah, he's, he's picking cracked pepper out of his teeth. He's <laughs> like, oh, he so looks so de- upset. He must be thinking about J-Lo. <laughs> Depending on the picture, you don't know if he's happy or sad. But what you do know is that Alex likes all this attention. J-Lo oh, took oh, him to a me? different level of fame. And he's not giving up on it. Not giving up. D- do you want me to share my story right now for you, Rob? Jump in. Jump in. What, what do you know? All right. So we were just talking about A-Rod. So I ha- it's kind of like a little riddle. but uh, uh, And it involves someone else that really is in the equation but i got to figure out why so what does j-lo a-rod and ben affleck and let's throw lenny kravitz all in there i don't know why like i said it's still got to figure out what do those four all have in common no idea none what so so they all share the same chef (laughs) so j-lo hired the chef to go down because she was in the caribbean a couple months ago to to film a movie right um with josh uh, josh jumel and army hammer was supposed to be in it but he went crazy and a rod remember a rod went down to go you know save the relationship and then ben affleck went in after j-lo exited this chef has been there for the entire time so he was paid he from from my sources he was paid 1500 bucks a day to either just sit there and do nothing or get a call at 10 o'clock at night and ask for French toast. But here's here's the thing. So the chef, he has cooked for everybody, including Lenny Kravitz, which, again, still trying to figure that one out. Once A-Rod and J-Lo split, Mm-hmm. They didn't split the chef. Oh. He's been he's been he's been cooking for everybody. He's been cooking for Ben Affleck. He's been cooking for J Lo. Oh. He's been cooking for A Rod. So so it's interesting that though that they separate, they still share the oh, same chef. I love it. Do you think you would trust him, or would Alex say spit in Ben's soup? I'd be very very cautious. I wouldn't want to share a chef with my. I, see <laughs> I, see I I I think about that, but but then. You you ruin the opportunity. <laughs> like at the end of the day, like J Lo, A Rod, who who has the more pull? Who has more power? You right. Know what I mean? Well, I'm going to be on J Lo's side of this. Whatever Jennifer picks is the side exactly. to be on because exactly. she's I the think he knows what he's doing. Don't mess with and, and, and knowing J Lo, she's like, hey, listen, uh, you know, Chef Jose, uh, do me a favor. Just just please be nice to him. Just if, if, if he nice. needs you, just go 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 cook him some meatballs. Okay, That's go right. cook him some meatballs. And that, that. But it's interesting though. It's like you hear about all these things. Like you know that they. They they split up businesses. Mm-hmm. They have you know business ties, and they have to figure all this out. Who gets the ring back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one talks about the chef. Who shares the chef? Well, we do, and that's why we've got you, Garrett. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. 
Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Sugar, with our dear friend Garrett Vogel yes. from Z100. Hey, Garrett, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Ooh, bum, 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 so the Bachelorette is searching for a permanent host to replace Chris Harrison. That's right. Quietly, they are talking to agents and managers and people in the know in Los Angeles to just see who's available, who's interested. It's never a good sign. So on the lower, on the down low, they are looking to replace Chris. Hey, should they do this? Should they replace him? Yes or no? Wow, 62% said no. You want Chris back? He's a staple. He's a staple. Like, yeah. if ABC learned anything from getting, you know, getting rid of Tom Bergeron on oh. Dancing with the Stars, like, they saw the uproar. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get you do something for so long and you kind of want to taste to see what's out there, yes. to see if the grass is greener on the other side. But at the end of the day, it works. It, it's more of the staple of the show that needs to change. We you know, don't the like same change, do we? I like my no, Big the same it. everywhere in the world. I don't want any changes. Hey, go vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Romba or our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. You can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Yes. All right. So, you know, it's interesting. I think we all can agree that our parents, especially as they get older, they just have no filter. You know what I mean? Like they just, they say what they want, what's on their mind and they mean it. So speaking of uh, Benifer, uh, Ben Affleck and and Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck's dad, Timothy Affleck, he he just doesn't care. He just he, he was the last to know about Benefer 2.0. <laughs> and you can also you know, maybe argue maybe he doesn't have Facebook, you know, and he hasn't he hasn't seen anything. But he goes, but I had no idea uh, of any of this. And, you know, I talk to my kids about their lives when uh, when I see them. Uh, Noting he hadn't seen them uh, because of COVID, obviously. So yeah. he's getting. Every, you know what's interesting? Learning about your famous, you know, children probably through the grapevine. You know, you know mm-hmm. people who gossip around the block. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, uh, you know, if it's true, uh, you know, if it's true about Ben and Jen, he's he'd, he'd be happy for him. But he goes, I've never heard. Uh, of all that nonsense before, <laughs> which is such a parent thing to say. None of this nonsense. Like, nonsense. What, 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 you, you know, log on to the Facebook and find I, out what's I up. I know uh, none of this nonsense. He might be playing a little bit coy here. He, but we well, do I think love he is it. too. He's, we he's, love he's it. Let's do it. Yesterday, naughty, 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 naughty. Chrissy Teigen has resurfaced amid the bullying scandal. So she's sort of back on social media. Her husband, John, posted a picture of Chrissy on his Instagram page and she's also with their little daughter the caption is so proud of our little dancer Luna is in her mommy's arms also to her her mother Chrissy's mother who we call Pepper I love that name is spotted (laughs) in the picture a lot of people are commenting including Gwyneth Paltrow a lot of people saying they miss Chrissy from social media on Friday it was just announced that Chrissy has been dropped from season two of the Netflix series Never Have I Ever Chrissy you're our naughtiest of the day. And yeah, now away. it's time for a moment of Rob. You get a Rob. Here you get we a go. Rob, you're a... Hey, hey, Rob, is it sponsored by anyone? Why don't you say? Who do you think it's sponsored by, Garrett? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure someone has a book coming out very soon, <laughs> Thank you very too. much. I do have a book out. You can pre-order it now. It's called The Four-Word Answer. Who are you? Who are you in four words? If you don't know the answer, the book will help you find it. So focus on the next four minutes. And the next four years will take care of themselves. What I'm saying here, step by step, 
day by day. If somebody told me I had to write a book, I couldn't have done it, but I can write a sentence a day, two sentences. If somebody told me I could go for a walk each day for over a mile, I'd say, get out of here, step by step, and then before you know it, you have won the race. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Robin Garrett show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, naughty, you've got to be be nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.